Welcome to Ask BBB, the program that brings you information from and about BBB accredited businesses. We talk to business owners and service providers so you get useful information about products and services that you may be purchasing. I'm Jim Swan, and your host on SBBB is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. Good morning, Jennifer. Thanks, Jim. Good morning, everyone. Well, spring has arrived, and in spite of what the weather brings us, we think about spring cleaning, and that might involve getting rid of electronic equipment like old computers, hard drives, laptops, tablets. But before you do, you need to be sure none of your personal or business data goes with it. Later, we'll give you details on the data destruction and electronics recycling event we are supporting with the Electronics Recycling Association at Western Fair on Thursday, March 31st. Well, in this age of electronics and instant everything, you can still get handmade solid wood furniture custom made. And we'll learn more about how and where and when when we talk to Marilyn Moore of This Oak House. So there's an interesting campaign you may have seen on commercials on TV that promote hearing checks at age 60. To learn more about when and why we might want to have our hearing checked, we are pleased to welcome Barb Bentley of Bentley Hearing Services Limited. Good morning, Barb. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So Barb, is 60 a good time to get our hearing checked? It is. Uh, at one point we said 50. 50 is the new 60. So somewhere in that decade is a good time if you haven't had your hearing tested. You get your cholesterol checked, you get your eyes checked, you get your teeth looked at regularly. So we should also be thinking about our hearing. And is hearing loss always obvious to us? Or, and also, do I need to be referred by a general physician to access treatment for a hearing disorder? Usually hearing loss is more obvious to the people around you, it seems, than to you yourself. We're inherently think that the problem was with other people, they mumble. Um, you know, that just wasn't clear or somebody had an accent. Uh, so generally it happens very gradually. So most people aren't as aware that it's happening, um, but usually the people around you pick up on that sooner that you're turning the volume on the television louder or you're asking for repetition or you're saying, if I can't see you, I can't hear you. So you don't need a referral uh, from a physician to get a hearing test. We used to be covered a uh, hearing test used to be covered through OHIP, but it's been more than 20 years since uh, that's been so. So there are a lot of private clinics, and for the most part, you just need to call and book a hearing test. If we have some hearing loss issues, are there any surgical or medicinal solutions, or are hearing aids the only solution? It depends on the cause of the hearing loss. The most common cause of hearing loss is aging or noise exposure. And those kinds of hearing loss, no, there aren't, there's no surgical intervention. There are some people that can have their ears impacted with wax and you just take the wax out and they can hear okay. There are some things that happen with the little bones in your middle ear and that can have a surgical intervention and result in improved hearing. And at the other extreme, if somebody has very, very little hearing, they may qualify for something called a cochlear implant. And that is a surgical procedure that um, actually puts an implant to replace your organ of hearing. And you can hear using that. 
You mentioned uh, removing wax as alleviating perhaps some issues with hearing. Is that something that you do in your clinic? It is. Uh, we do quite a bit of it these days, but uh, yes. So for some people, um, wax does tend to build up. Wax should kind of clear on its own, but that isn't always the case for everybody. Um, so they need help doing that. It is something that family doctors aren't doing because it's not covered under OHIP anymore. So for the most part, um, they have been calling us and probably other clinics like us for quite some time now. So that's definitely not something we should take on on our own, like perhaps our mothers did years ago. No, and no Q-tips. And certainly not. I've had one patient say, well, I stopped using Q-tips, dear, and I started using a hat pin. And I'm like, no, that's no better. Uh, Barb, can you share with us how hearing clinics are licensed and regulated? They are not all the same. There are audiologists and they're hearing instrument specialists. Audiologists are regulated by um, the College of Speech-Language Pathologists and Audiologists, and we are licensed and regulated and follow those guidelines. If you're a hearing instrument specialist, you are not licensed and regulated. They have their own organization, but it's not the same. So there are differences between what the regulations are. But if you go to see an audiologist, then we are all regulated. And what is involved in the training and education then to become an audiologist? Uh, there is a, a two to three year master's program, depending on where you're going for that program. Uh, three of the four audiologists that work for me, we have our doctorates on top of that. So we have quite a few years of schooling between us and things are constantly changing. So we're continuing doing continuing education all the time. Most of what I do has other than the basic hearing test, most of what I do now has changed dramatically since I graduated. And we won't say how many years ago that was. <laughs> if we uh, are in need of a hearing aid, how does the hearing specialist prescribe what is best? Is there a process to determining what is required? There is. Part of it depends on the hearing loss and a lot of it depends on the individual. There are lots of very, very good hearing aids out there. And so we try to match what somebody's lifestyle and the features that they require with the devices. Rechargeable is very, very popular right now. People like the idea of not changing batteries. Um, so if that's something they want, then that starts, then obviously we just look at the rechargeable hearing aids. Somebody might be more interested in Bluetooth capabilities and which phone it connects with. And so then that may lead us down a different path. It depends on the individual where we end up. When you've determined that somebody needs hearing aids, are those uh, devices covered by OHIP or other private medical insurance plans? Not covered entirely, but there is a grant uh, of $500 per year that people are eligible through uh, assistive devices program, which falls under Ministry of Health, and that is every five years. So they have that eligibility. A lot of private plans do cover hearing aids or a portion and then they could apply for that portion and whatever isn't covered can be claimed on your income taxes and medical expense. And you mentioned um, th that coverage is sort of every five years under assisted devices program. How uh, long will a hearing aid then be serviceable? Five years is the average. 
There are times that they last longer and times that they need repair beforehand, but generally manufacturers will repair hearing aids for five years. And is there uh, maintenance or care that should be taken with them in that duration? There is. And the biggest thing is how much earwax you produce because wax causes the biggest problem and moisture. So if people, some people run a little hotter or they sweat a little more, so moisture can also damage the hearing aid. So there are things we can do to help with that. Barbara, if we decide that um, other people are mumbling a lot uh, and the TV just doesn't work the way it used to, how long would it be before we could book a, a test? And how long does that take? Usually we're booking in about two weeks at this point in time. And, and what is the um, time of a test appointment then? How long does that usually take? Again, it depends on what we find, but minimally you're going to be here a half an hour. It could be up to an hour depending on what we find and if you wish to do some additional testing. We always like to do uh, some speech, speech testing and quiet and background noise because most people, one of the first things they have problems with is background noise. So that is something we like to do. And depending on what we find, we may have to do a few additional tests. Well, Barb, I want to thank you for taking time today to chat with us and give us some information on how we can get our hearing checked and what steps we can take to listening um, and hearing more of the joy in our life. Thank you for having me. Barb Bentley is the owner of Bentley Hearing Services Limited, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Check them out in the bbb.org directory to learn more and to link to their website. Stay tuned to learn where you can find a pie safe. And now back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with the host of Ask BBB, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. It seems we live in a fast-paced, throwaway society. So when you hear that there is a trend to solid, handmade furniture that lasts a lifetime, it seems counterintuitive. Marilyn Moore is the owner of This Oak House, creators of solid wood furniture pieces crafted from oak, cherry, and maple. Thanks for joining us this morning, Marilyn. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. So in this age of world commerce, mass production, how have you been able to establish your business based on handmade furniture? Well, we've been here for 24 years, and I think it's it's been a combination of the fact that our furniture is outstanding um, in quality and also the fact that we are a small business so that we um, it's personal like when people come in here we we take a personal interest in what they're looking for and really strive to do what's right we never pressure people to purchase anything we just try to guide them to make the correct purchase if they want to so I think that's what's made us very successful and when people come to you what pieces of handmade furniture have the greatest demand? Is it things for kitchen or dining room or children's furniture? You know, we, um, of course, dining room and bedroom are a a standard for us. We sell lots of those, but we've also got uh, a a nice line of coffee and end tables that we sell tons of. Um, We've got office furniture now, and we've also sourced uh, upholstered furniture, which has hardwood Uh, frames and lots of fabric choices so there is no one thing I guess is what I'm trying to say that we sell more of we sell everything so yeah one Saturday it'll be three dining sets and no bedrooms the next Saturday it'll be oh a bedroom set in an office so it just depends 
we can never tell. And just prior to this, we mentioned the Pi Safe, and uh, we wondered if you could just tell us a little bit more about this piece of furniture. The Pi Safes were a throwback to basically pioneer times when people would try to keep um, like pre-refrigeration, uh, and they would try to keep food from having bugs, and so they would uh, make these cabinets, but with the copper or tin punched with little holes uh, to allow the air to circulate and yet not let anything in. And I think they used to have a screen behind them too, uh, where that um, the copper or the tin would be. And they're also known as jam cupboards, jelly cupboards, but they're all for the same purpose at that time. Now they're just a really cool looking piece of furniture with the beautiful copper or tin, or you can do wood as well. If we're looking to have a custom piece made to our specifications, how do we start the process by obviously coming to see you, but then how do we proceed from there? Well, that's the great thing about shopping at a, a, a store where you can do handcrafted furniture is because you can um, do what you would like to do. So if you came in here, we would, we would figure out what your need was, um, and then you would choose uh, your your style, your size, your your wood, your stain. Um, you make all the decisions with our guidance, um, and then you place the order. Now, unfortunately, we, there's been like a perfect storm of uh, these builders have had so many orders. There were wood shortages and part shortages. So, what used to take eight weeks to, to get an order in is now taking between three and you don't want to hear this seven months. So people have had to become very patient at the moment. But yeah, that's all there is to it. Once you make your choices, place the order, then it's just a matter of uh, waiting for us to deliver it to you. When you uh, are doing a custom made piece, and mm -hmm. the specifications are there, uh, the, the, how do you manage the expectations of uh, the client? They, they have a vision. How do you make clear in a contract or, or whatever, that this is the way it's going to look? Well, for the most part, when um, anyone comes in, they, uh, we have floor models. So we use them and then we um, tweak them. Like if, say if it was a table and you wanted it to be a certain size and a certain shape, a certain edge, we do all that. So it's pretty clear what their finished product is going to look like, as well as uh, the wood samples, stain samples, uh, hardware. Everything is here for you to see and put it all together. Uh, I guess sometimes you have to be able to visualize what you're ordering, but most people are pretty good at that when you do have the floor models to go off of. Is that basically what you wanted to know? Exactly. And when we look at this custom-made furniture, we said earlier that it could last a lifetime. And we've heard mm -hmm. about pieces that have been around 20 years or, or longer. Is there maintenance that uh, these pieces require to uh, make sure that longevity is realized? Well, first of all, 20 years on our furniture is young. It's a very <laughs> new piece. <laughs> so uh, really, we have a... They're hardwood and they have a what is called a catalyzed conversion varnish on them, which resists moisture and is very hard. So our recommendation is your just a dishcloth and a tea towel for maintenance. Once in a while, use Murphy's oil soap if you want to give it a good cleaning. But there, other than that, there's nothing that you have to do to maintain it. 
Some of us like the look of natural wood in our mm-hmm. homes, but the trend seems to be to painting over some of that. Uh, how do you feel about that, Marilyn? Well, well, that kind of makes me sad. <laughs> I, I really don't like the idea of painting beautiful wood furniture. So I always uh, kid with people that come in and want painted furniture that there are going to be teardrop marks in the wood because the Amish guys cry when they have to paint their beautiful wood furniture. <laughs> we'll do it if you really want to do that, though. If Is the wood that you use sourced locally? It's all North American hardwoods. So we have, yeah, just hardwoods. So we don't use any of the softwoods. So we have oak, obviously. Um, when we first opened, everything was oak. Now we have a wide range of, of other woods like maple and cherry, walnut, elm, hickory, white oak. So, yeah, and it's all um, ethically uh, taken uh, and replanted. So I think that uh, that's really important too. I was wondering if you would be able to comment on BBB accreditation. This Oak House has been accredited for a number of years. And if you were able to just share with us what that accreditation means to you as a business owner. You know, we have depended on the Better Business Bureau for 23 years. Um, Our membership uh, has allowed people who don't really know anything about us to go on and, and um, feel assured that they can trust us as a business. We've kept an A plus rating that whole time. And it's just given me a real sense of security to know that we have them behind us. Well, Marilyn, I want to thank you for joining us on the show this morning and teaching us a little bit about how we can go about getting a custom piece of furniture for our home. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Marilyn Moore is the owner of This Oak House, and to learn more about them and a link to their website, search This Oak House in the bbb.org directory. This Oak House is an accredited business with an A-plus rating. Don't just throw that hard drive to the curb. Destroy that data. Stay tuned to learn how. And we're back with more on Ask BBB with your host, Jennifer Matthews, the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Jennifer, as we were going to the break, you mentioned data destruction. Tell us more. Uh, so on March 31st, we will be holding a data destruction and electronics recycling event at the Western Fair. One of our accredited businesses has agreed to partner with us, and we're also partnering with the Electronic Recycling Association. So March 31st is the last day of Fraud Prevention Month in Canada. And what we're offering to do for the public is bring in your old unwanted electronics for destruction. Oftentimes we dispose of these, but we have not removed the personal or business data safely. And we leave ourselves um, exposed perhaps for scams or fraud. So at this event, we encourage consumers to bring by your unwanted electronics. And those include things like gaming consoles, old desktop computers, handheld devices, printers, um, you know, the peripherals like keyboards and mice. 
we will have the hard drives removed and safely shredded. So data stored on them is no longer available. And then some of the electronics that are able to be recycled will be uh, recycled by the association and donated back to local charitable organizations. The event will run in the parking lot of Western Fair Association, March 31st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Are there some things that uh, we shouldn't take down? So we're not accepting household or personal appliances, but we are, as I said, uh, doing electronics, you know, servers, some software you might have, any specialty items like a router, um, we'll safely dispose of them with the association and their uh, uh, powerful shredder that they're bringing on site that day. That's on March the 31st, uh, which is coming up fairly quickly. And Jennifer, the time is going by quickly. Uh, before we know it, it'll be June 16th, and that's a special date for BBB. It is. That's our uh, first awards uh, ceremony in two and a half years, renamed the Torch Awards and the Spark Awards for Ethics, and they'll be presented June 16th, 5.30 p.m. at the factory. Watch our website and social media. Tickets will be going on sale soon, and we're in the process of notifying the nominees and, and reviewing the applications. So that's uh, going to be an exciting time. And that's our time for Ask BBB this morning. Remember, we like to hear from you. So pass along your comments and send us your guest suggestions. And you can contact us at hashtag AskBBB. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember to Ask BBB. And start with trust. Trust.